night is the Yurtzeit from Tzor Shiva or Gifter. I was able to hear Shir for him for a few years. I can't be saying I was able to be a Talmud. I have Chaverim who were Talmudim. To be a Talmud is a tremendous, tremendous appellation to be called a Talmud. Rashiva told us a, a story that when he started to tell Stone in 1977, Elul and Tavshin Lamed so they went after Elul. They went after Elul. They went to they, the Cheshire of Tavshalam and Ches. So they were there for two years. And then the Rashiba had to come back. But before the Rashiba came back, because the Rashiba Borch, Surratzkin was Nifter, there had been, it was started with 14 Talmudim and five Yungalites. Well, usually it was 20 people. And a few Israeli Bachram joined, etc. It was developing. But it was, it was the Rashiva Shir, obviously a young Bachar, it was a first year Bachar, Israeli Bachar is not holding by hearing the Shir from Gifter. But they wanted, the, those people wanted the Zeicha that they should be, be part of the Shir of Gifter. So they came to him that they should, you know, they should start a Shir, Shir Aleph under the Rashiva. So Shiva hired a Rebbe, and he had a Rebbe ready to go for the coming year. But these are Bach, these are Israeli Bachar. He says the Maisa, the, the older Bachar, all Americans. And the Israeli Bachar needs an older Bachar. He needs a Bachar who can, he can relate to an older Bachar who's an Israeli. So he went to Chevron Yeshiva. So simply says, and he asked him, he wants to borrow, he wants to borrow 10 Bachar for a year to get the Yeshiva you know, established. So simply Zizel said to him, that uh, why are you coming to me? Because have yeshiva five hundred bachrim. Says the Luthers came bachrim. You don't want bachrim. You want talmidim. Says I'm not sure if I have ten talmidim, but the ones I have, I'll lend you. And that's what the simple Zisel told him. My addendum to the story, my cynical, my cynical American addendum to the story is the only people who will listen to, to the yeshiva to go to this little yeshiva and tell stone and join this rabbi gifter. Would be the Talmud because the Bachram, hey, you tell me where to go. A Talmud, Epshir would listen to what his Rebbe told him to do. I have a Chavar as a Talmud. I have a Chavar as a Talmud, which means I can call him up and ask him what does Shiva say on, on Sugya X. Whatever he heard Shiva, Shiva, he'll tell you what he said. That's a Talmud. Babasar, Nadorim, Ksubis, doesn't make a difference. Whatever Sugya it is, he'll tell me what the Shiva said on the Sugya. That's, that's what it means a Talmud. So I'm not a Talmud. But the, the Rashiva was, I was like to, to, to at least to see something from Rashiva. So I was clearing and tells the, the, the Derek is on the yard set that they say over a shear from the Rashiva. They say over his Torah. That's the, great, the greatest acre of the person is his Torah. Uh, so it's clear maybe I would say over a Shavuot from the Rashiva. But then I thought maybe that the uh, sometimes the, the bigger Ashbaz is talking about the Zikroinus that we saw about the Rashiva, that maybe that's a bigger, that's a bigger, bigger oof to that than saying over the, the, the saying over a, a, a Machshab. But that being said, I would be mocked them with the Machshab. Rashiva used to say a lot of times. There's a Gemara in Shabbos. Gemara says the Torah is Samachayim the Maiminimbo. The Samamabas the Masbilimbo. 
So Teres HaSamamavis, you talk in Teres HaSamamavis. How can Teres HaSamamavis? If you're Masmil Bo. If you're Maimin Bo, you do it with the, with the right. With Lashon Goat, you're going to the right as opposed to the left. You're going to the right. Then it's a Samachai. You go to the left, it's a Samamavis. So the Goyen says such a Nusach. The Goyen, the Milner Goyen says, says that in his in Adaris Leo and Parshas Hazino, Yarev Kamotor Lichi, Kamotor Lichi, Kivivi Mali Desh. It says the Lashon, the Torah is, is like rain. Rain, the nature of rain, it makes things grow. What does it make grow? Whatever is there. So if there are Midas Rose in the person, you pour rain on top of it, out grows Midas Rose. He says, that's why the, the garden says, that's why a person has to learn Musr to make sure that he has the Midas are proper. Therefore, the Torah will cause the, to grow Midas Tavis. But if you, don't, if you don't do that, so the person will use the Torah to become a Balgaiva. He use the Torah to excuse his, his actions. He can do many things. You can do many things with the Torah. So the more it says that you're talking, it's very possible the Torah is Samamavis. So what decides whether the Torah is Samachayim or Samamavis? So Rashi says, what does it mean, Lamaminim Bo? Rashi says, Trudim Bakalkechim Ladas Soida. If they put every fiber of their being, to understand what is the, the secret of this, this, this point of Chazal, what exactly is, what is it saying over here? And they use all of their kaychis, like the right hand, which is the powerful hand of the person. They put their whole mahus, their whole being, and understanding what is it saying, so they get it clear that Taras is Samachayim. And Lachar, that means that a person learns, but doesn't put his whole being and his whole mahus it's called the Masmilim It's a Samamovis. So, Rashid used to say in Nusati, the Mishnah says in Ovis, who are your Aimer? He used to say it over, I think, I, I don't remember who he said it over from, maybe it's from the Kotsk, I don't remember who he said it over from. I think the matter Shmuel says it, that who are your Aimer doesn't mean that the person said the words. Who the being of the person Hoyomer would say the following? You would see him. You would hear this mimer. When you look at the person, you would see it. Who the mensch Hoyomer would say? So I, when we looked at the Shiva, who Hoyomer? This word that he would say. This is what he, his being said. The Shiva, Shiva learned in, in base matters both store. You know, he had officially had an office in the base manager's building, which for him it functioned. He put on his towels and filled in, in that office, and that was the total function of the office for him. Melanin, Melanin, base manager. He would sit in the front, he would learn. He learned the Chirusi. We sit down at the beginning of the Seder at 9 30. He would not move till, till, till the end of the Seder. Physically, he wouldn't move. No, he physically wouldn't move. He wouldn't take his head out of the Gemara. He, he, you know, we have Recephus, you know, Recephus, six hours. He did that every day. It was one, once Arab, it was Arab Shabbos. He's learning with the Sarusa. So this, the fish of the Seder over ends one thirty. So he didn't know we stop at one thirty. He stopped when he, when, he, when he was finished. He stopped. So it was it was in the, in the winter. Seder end, instead of ending one thirty on Friday, it ends twelve thirty. 
So he's sitting with his chibur. It's twelve thirty. It's one o'clock. It's one thirty. It's two o'clock. It's two fifteen. He says, "It's so quiet, What happened? It's been an hour and forty-five minutes that there's been nobody else in the Beis besides him and his chibur." An hour and 45 minutes, he says, what's so quiet in Mish Medish? And he says, he says, ah, he looks at the clock, he says, it's finished, daughter. He says, nee, 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 it's the head of Shabbos. Like, like, until he got back to his world. When you would ask Rashiva Kasha Middle Shir, so uh, Rashiva said to him, he said, before he went to the Hellstone, he said Pilpul. The Shir was a, more, a little more Pilpul style. Pilpul. I remember, what, the Shiva the would, let, would let, it bar, let us borrow his notes, you know. He says his notes are very precious to him, but you know, Tama wants to learn, borrow the notes, he let us borrow the notes. Physically, he would let us take the notebook out of his house and use it. So I remember once he said a shear on Sugi Nyabamas, the first parak of her history, history. So I wanted to see the, see the look, look up the, you know, see the notes. The shear was, it was, God, it was, it was, uh, it was, I was in the younger shear then. It was, it was a few times a year he would say for the younger shear. So it was, a little, little water down, Mustama. An hour, an hour shear. Shear was an hour and a half. This was an hour shear. So I looked at the shear and I'm looking through the page. I can't find the shear. I can't find what he said. So finally, as I'm going through the, through the you know, he, he, he would number the, the, his shear step by step. So it was Ois Aleph, Ois Bays. I think it was Ois Chavzayin. Ah, that's the part of the shear that he said for us. So Ois Lamed. The shear was 41 Oiseus. The whole shear written was 41 Oiseus, and the, the hour shear that he said to us took, was, four, was, four, was three Oiseus in the, the written notes. The night before he was saying sure he would not sleep, because he wanted want to make sure that what he's saying is Emmis. You could walk by his house and you would see him walking back and forth the whole night, saying over to shear to see if it's Emmis. Story which I did not witness, but there's a story which was like you do him or force him in the city in, in yeshiva. The one time a bachur asked him, asked him a kasha what he was saying in the shir. He thought about it. He says to bisrichtig. He shuts the gemara and says shir is that we found the emes. The shir is over. He walked off. That was the end of the shir. So Rashi one time said over the story. He says you think I couldn't have given, given him an answer which would have would have satisfied him? I could have. That's not the goal. The goal is emes. The goal was to know what the Bereshim said. And we found out what the Bereshim said. So what's the, what, what are we going right there for? But when you would ask him a cash in the middle of Shear, he was so focused on what he was saying, he wouldn't hear you. He would not hear what you were, that you were asking a question. So you would have to like ask two or three times until finally you say, yeah? Like, you know, something, did somebody say something? Then, then, you would, then you would repeat your question a fourth time. Meanwhile, before you did that, he'd give you this look, which was like, you interrupted my thought process. It better be for a very good reason that you interrupted my thought process. That was the look. That the, yeah? I was like, okay, I'm sorry. You know, like. And then, if it wasn't a good reason that you interrupted the thought process, he would tell you that it wasn't a good reason that you interrupted your thought process. Um, shall we say? Okay. Uh, in no uncertain terms, he would tell you that that, that was not worth it. Um, the Misa that uh, she was learning base fetish. Tom was standing there by, and he knocked over his shedder, like these type of shedders. You know, you take that shedder, hit it onto the floor, imagine the sound. 
So he's mortified that he was interrupted with Shiva's learning. Shiva didn't look up, Shiva didn't move, Shiva didn't flinch, Shiva didn't notice. He didn't notice. He was learning. Like, he could sit and learn. There's like, in the house, people moving in. He did not notice. He was totally immersed in learning. But it was true He was working to see if it was Amos. He had a thing about answering the Rikimegra's kashas. So a lot of people have a thing about answering Rikimegra's kashas. Rikimegra asked, you know, kashas. And she used to point out that Rikimegra has Sarachians. They Sarachian Godels. They Sarachian Godels. The Shemu Yarenai. It says it's Madragas of how Shreda Kasha was. So people are like, you know, I can answer Rikimegra's kasha. That's Kvaldik. The Shiva's thought process was different. The Shiva's respect for Kibagir, for the Ksois, was the Ksois said something, Kibagir said something, you're not smart enough to answer his kasha. So once this year, he, he said over Kibagir's kasha, he said a Teretz. He says, but the Kibagir didn't say it. So it can't be true. So he spent the next hour and a half explaining why the kasha, the Teretz is not right. Instead of like, you're saying, well, I answered Kibagir's kasha, says, it can't be Amos, and the goal is Amos. Not the Hano, I answer Kriegers Kash. says, I'm not foolish enough to believe that I figured out the terrorist Kriegers Kash. So I have to, but I don't know why it's not right. It's not right. See, so he butchered for an hour and a half, he butchered back and forth, maybe this is the problem, but that can't be the problem because it is. Maybe this is the problem. No, but maybe this is the problem. An hour and a half, he spent from the wise terrorist is no good. That's not a normal shear that you hear by Rosh Hashivas. This year, <laughs> and this is not Shmir, and this is not Shmir, and this is not Shmir. Like, it could have been the same Shir, right? That wasn't the goal. The goal was to know the Amis. So the goal is to know the Amis. I'm not stupid enough to think that I can answer Gregor's Akasha. So why is it not true? You can't learn like that. There's one one day Rashiva walked in to Shear and Pasha he looked haggard. I mean Amish looked haggard. He looked like wiped out. So so he asked, you know, I think it was before Shear I asked, you know, Rashiva, okay, whatever. So he says, I didn't sleep last night. When we came in Shlofen, as the we came in the Says the Rash was in jail. I had a kasher on the Rash. Was like the Rash was in jail. You have to save the Rash. How can you go to sleep? You have to save the Rash. I worked the whole night to try to come up with terrorists to save the Rash. Says I says I couldn't sleep. She one time said a different story. He says. And I mentioned this, this story I mentioned over here. He says, he says ah, Look how lowly we are. Look how low lives we are. And he says, The, the free of the Kedaris, who had a great dimension, they were big people. So the marshal he gave was Rebellion Ruggler. Rebellion Ruggler had a, had, a, had, a, had a health condition. And the doctor said he, he has to sleep at night time. So very regular, but just Talmud with the kind of lotion going on. Will turn off his mind to go to sleep. 
I can't do it. I get into bed. I know I have to sleep. The doctor tells me I have to sleep. And the, the whole night I'm thinking and learning, I can't control my mind. Look how lowly we are. We can't control our minds. Like that was this problem. I said, you know, like, you know, I go to bed and I turn, turn, turn off my mind. You know, like, you know, I'm like the really, really regular. Like, you know. Yeah. But the, the, he, could, he could think of Kasha the whole night. He could butcher the Kasha the whole night. And that, forget about walking back and forth. And then the Rashi would say, he says, Ah, oh, you see such small people like me. I, I saw Grace, I saw Grace I mentioned, I, I saw my rebellion. Like, you're like, what did he see already? <laughs> so one time he said a comment, he said that his Rashiva, the, 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 the tells a Rav, he says, you walked by his house every night of the week. He didn't sleep. He said, every night of the week. You see him standing by his shtender. And he, had a, he would stand straight by his shtender, not move. The whole night. Every night. He would learn through, through the night. So once at one time, he went over to the Rashiva. He was just, American Makutsev that I was. You know, the Rashiva wouldn't ask the Rashiva such a question. American Makutsev. So he says, you know, I walk by the Shiva's house at two o'clock in the morning, I see the Rashiva standing and learning. I walk, get up early in the morning, I walk by at four o'clock in the morning, I see the Rashiva standing and learning. I walk by at seven o'clock in the morning, I see the Rashiva standing and learning. Then Shlop the Rashiva. So he says, Don't be choshing me for Hasamad. I have I have I have insomnia. So I should lie in bed back and forth. So I have a, I have a Seder every night, I learn Rambam from, from 12 to 7, I learn Rambam. Thursday nights he used to say a shear for the Bukhram. They had a shear which he used to say, which went from 12 till 7. So obviously that was for the Mitsuyanim in Yeshiva. It was, it was one long pilpul, one long thought, you know, which went from 12, started at 12 o'clock and finished at 7 o'clock in the morning. That was the Thursday night shear. Aga, Ramoto Pagramati, came to Yeshiva. So, uh, came to Yeshiva. He was uh, a young boy, he had never really learned before. Within two years, he was in that shear. He was, uh, I got a picture, a picture of who Ramoto Pagramatsky was. He was holding the shear that you could work through the, the whole night with the shear. When the shear would talk about learning, you know, the, the, it was, I mean, I don't talk about learning enough, my shalusin. I don't. Uh, and it, it's a little bit reactionary because I feel there's many other things you have to talk about in the Because in my shalusin and yeshiva, we didn't get that. In my shalusin and yeshiva, the shalusin were about two things they were adavening and about learning. The shiva or gifter would start talking about whatever he was talking about, but by the time he was finished, the shalusin was about learning. I don't care what he started with, it didn't make a difference. By the time he was finished, the shmuz was about learning. That's where it ended up. And he would talk about the, the jam from Terra, the song of Terra, the orchestra from Terra, the orchestra, the orchestra of Terra, the gachabriyonetach Terra. And that's all, you know, that, you know, that, that's that we do, I mean, the shmuz. Every, you know, so he's, they took turns. Rashiva would say one week, Rashiva Gifter would say the other week. Rashiva Gifter was, was you know, almost guaranteed there was, it was, I mean, he talked about Amuna sometimes also, but, uh, but still it was about, you know, it was about terror. You know? And Shira Khan a lot of times would talk about davening. So those were the two Shmuzin, you know. You know so I, so I, it's wrong, I mean, but sometimes, you know, but, but every Shmuzin, they say Mice with their that, you know, Rebarons, Aaron Cutler's, that's how, you know, that Rebaron, uh, when you would say the word, when he would say the word Torah, his whole body would light up. 
Just saying the word Torah, just saying the word Torah. His whole body would light up. So Hutner caught that, and he enjoyed that. So whenever he would talk to Ravaran, he would always move the conversation to make sure that Ravaran would say the word Torah a lot in the conversation. And he started saying, Ah, Torah! Ah, Torah! Like, every time he would say it, the whole being would like become alive. And Hutner enjoyed it. So he would, you know, not for the fun, not like, he just enjoyed the seeing it. It was beautiful to see. So he would make sure that the conversation, Ravaran kept saying, you know, kept saying the word Torah in the conversation. But Rashiba, you know, it, 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 it's like the only, the only thing he didn't talk about was talking about Torah because he'd rather talk, rather talk in Torah than about Torah. Right? Like, why should we talk about learning? Let's, let's talk in learning. Like, he, didn't, he, he was a, you know, Rebetzin said that you know, he was a very good, he was a, Shiva was a phenomenal darshan. I mean, a phenomenal darshan in, in both in English and in Yiddish. He had a, he had a phenomenally rich Yiddish. And he can speak in full Yiddish without you know, throwing in all these English words because he don't know how to say it in Yiddish. You know, he grew up in Yiddish, not, not, not in like the, the American Yiddish that we have. You know, he grew up in a real Yiddish. And he would say Shmuz in Yiddish, it was in Yiddish. But he was a big redner and a small talker. That, that was her Nusuch. He didn't Shmuz. He, 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 he would talk a learning. But the, the Shmuzing. Says, you believe it? You really believe it? Right? You really believe it? It's our, it's our life. It's our lifeblood. So it means the person is about you. He's a Ritzayach. The person comes over to you in the middle of the center. He starts cutting you like you bleed a little bit. You say, What are you doing? You're taking a part of my life. You're, you're, you're bleeding me. He does it to himself. He's like hurting himself. Right. The person who walks over to you in the middle of the and starts talking to you, he's a Ritzeach. He's, like, he's, he's cutting you and pulling blood out of you. That's how Shiva. Do you believe the words or not? Do you believe it or not? If you believe it, he's a Ritzeach. Yeshiva went to. Uh, he used to have to go fundraising for Yeshiva. He wasn't the big. <laughs> he says, uh, you know, once as a person came to him and he said, you know, he, he spoke by a term of Sarah convention, so. So the Tarkin was entered for you know people t- teach teach elementary schools. He says, he says you're embarrassed. He says I want you to know I'm a malamid. I'm a malamid. Ro malamdim. He says the Bershin. Rokhan Bloshin used to write sign his letters. Ham malamid bivaloshin. Ham malamid bivaloshin. He's a malamid. He says the Bershin is a malamid. Ham malamid tera lamo yisrael. Bershin is a malamid. He teaches klal yisrael. I'm teaching. We're mezakat be malamid. We teach tera. He says, Rosh Hashiva. Rosh Hashiva means you have to go raise, you have to go raise get money. Zadis can Rosh Hashiva, don't become Rosh Hashiva, they're going to be busy Bithel Torah raising money. So Nebuchadnezzar, he was fetching about the fact that he had to go schlep. See, once, he used to go, to, he used to go every year to Mexico City uh, for many years. So there was a, there was a Yid over there, Kavir Shayid, that uh, he tried to meet with to, 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 to raise money, to speak to him about money for Yeshiva. So he calls up and says he's not available. It's, you know, it's, it's after morning is not available. Afternoon is not available. Evening is not available. Early morning he's up on time. He's not available. So, 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 so what's going on? He says, he says, you know, you're right over here. It's not not the workday yet, but you know, I, I'm in business. So in Paris already, it's the workday. It's you know, five by, by me, five o'clock in the morning. It's already nine o'clock in the morning in Paris. Ten o'clock, you know, five o'clock. It's, it's four o'clock in the morning. It's already it's already ten o'clock over there. Whatever. It's a six hour difference. So, hey, you got to be big. You got to be in the business. She says, I don't understand. I went to visit your, your house. 
And so you have, you have this gorgeous mansion. Every time I come to speak to you, you're in the, you're in the office. You're in the, you're in the business office. You're, at, you're not, not at home. It says, what's the purpose of the mansion? He says, ah, the mansion, that's for my wife and my kids. He says, what's... What? He says, she said to me, the, 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 the conversation was in Yiddish, he says, if you, he says, Rabbi, if you want to be successful in business, you have to put your whole being into the business. So I don't know how much, money, how much money he got out of the person. I don't know. But that line... He got a lot of miles out of that line. He said, you say every morning, Torah is a business. It's, a, it's an ASIC. You want to be successful in the business? You want to be successful in the business? Ligan in the business. In the basic. It requires that you're going to ligan it. The Tal Shiva did not allow the Lemude Chal the same time Baruch was in Yeshiva. Now, it wasn't that the Yeshiva was against the Lemude Chal, because uniquely, I think, amongst many of the Yeshivas, the Yeshiva sent all of their daughters to college. All their Ebbetsons had college degrees. So they're against, they're against college. They Bashit, that's a horrible thing. So how do they send their daughters to college? They have nothing against college. So she one time said, he says, you know, that you know, there's tremendous respect from, from the Harvard Medical School to the Harvard Engineering School. But a person is not allowed to attend both at the same time. If you want to be successful in the medical school, they say, sorry, sir, you can't be busy with something else. And if you want to be with something else, you don't belong here. This is a place for people which are serious about medical school. If you want to be serious about learning, you have to be serious about learning. At some point in your life, you might do something else. But right now, if you want to be successful, you, want to be, you have to be serious about learning. And that in the Kuda, Pilpul versus Pshat, is the of the Gazakh. You know, that the Shiva, before he went there to Israel, the Mahalach of the Shir was Pilpul. No, I, mean, I don't mean like, you know, selfish trees, but I mean like, you know, but handling the different shittas and you know, the swaras and the back and the forth, etc. He went there to Israel and decided that, that, you know, sitting in there to Israel, he says he had a revelation. The Ikra is the pshat. We have to work on pshat. So he came back, he stopped saying a shir and popo. All of those notes sat. They just sat. Whenever he learned the sugya, even if he was learning it, whatever, he never used his old notes. He never used his old notes. He would start, always start again from fresh. Like, I'm starting the sugya brand new, and I'm thinking about it again, because maybe now I'll, I'll understand it differently. I'll chop in the kura I didn't chop before. But this nakura that he says, he felt that it's important to focus on the pshat, the shir was on pshat, that was it from then on. He said a blachir. And the blachir... Many times he didn't explain, you know, he would, he would, he would I mean, sometimes he would come to the shear, shear was twice a week, an hour and a half, and he would read the Gemara Rashi Tashis and translate it. That was the shear. He's explaining Pshat in the Gemara. And there's guys who come to the shear, like, this is a shear. Like, what did he say? He didn't say anything. He wouldn't say kashas. And once in a while he would say kashas. Sometimes there would be a shir where he would not say anything at all. He would just read and teach Gemara Rashi Tosis. Pshat! So I remember the you know, young, I mean, I was already getting a little bit, you know, to the shir. 
And uh, so some of the younger said, like, you know, like, you know, this is boring. Like, like this, I came this year, you know. He says, I don't know about you. I says, you understand, if you prepare the sugya well, you understand the problems that are in the sugya. You really prepare the sugya with your kishkas. And you work through the card that there's, there's problems A, B, C, D, E, F, G in the sugya. You understand, the Rashiva types, the Rashi, he framed all your kashas. He framed all of your kashas. But he didn't say it out. He just did it. the Rashi. Oh, Rashi says this. That's it. He didn't make any fanfare about it. He just did it. So already, I got like, like a little bit older. You know, so we had two problems. The problem is the shear was only useful if you were holding with him, or ahead of him. But he would cover about a blot plus per shear. So he's doing two blot a week for a Seder. And he was complaining that we're going too slow. That was, that was also part of the issue. We're going too slow. And he wasn't a fan of Bikiyas. So one time a person said, Oh, the Shiva Hatlik from Bikiyas. He says, Well, what's made this Bikiyas? And laying it on a cup? He came laying it on a cup. How can you learn without, without thinking? That's not he's learning without thinking. That's, that's not called learning. He says, So what does Shiva mean? He says, Learn to think fast. So I'm attracted. So I'm I mean, the Sheba wasn't an Amoritz. But he learned quickly. You know. I once was speaking to him, and it was an Arabin. I was learning Arabin, and I went to Sheba to speak to him. So I asked him a kasha. He says, ah, the Ben Yonison fact of the kasha. The back of the, in the, the Arabin, the, the pierce around the riff is the Ben Yonison. So Ben Yonison asked the kasha. Then he gave a krechs, and he says, ah, Aaron doesn't have mazel by me. So, you know, it, was, it, was, it wasn't in base, it was, it was in the house, so it was a conversation. She was persona in base matters and in the house. At the house, he was warm, he was open, he was inviting. In, in the base matters, he was fire. He was punching fire. He's on fire, learning Torah, the version of Torah. He's focused, he's on fire. And if you say something hmm, stupid, he would tell you in a voice which the whole base matters would hear that he told you that. In the house, Eli Maitaira was Kenaton Farach. That was the house. So you could choose him a little bit, like, you know, so was it, was it Rashimin, what did Rashimin mean? That the Arabin didn't have Mazel by him? She so says, I learned Arabin and tells. And since then, every time I tried to learn Arabin, it didn't work out. So he's telling me right now, the last time I learned Arabin was in tells. So he says, when well, the Shiva learned Arabin and tells? It's not part of the cycle. So he said, the Shiva was learning, Shiva was learning Baba Kam in the morning, and he finished Baba Kam already. So he said, I learned Arabin in the afternoon. I was learning Tumur at night time, I was learning Erevin in the afternoon, I was learning Babakam in the morning. That's, that's quite, a, quite a combination. So I asked him how long did she spend learning Erevin? Since Taraimo, not three months. Three months, second Seder, he finished Erevin. While he's learning Babakam in the morning and, and Tumur at night time. And he's re- remembering Rabbi Yardison's. That wasn't Bikiyas, my friends. That's not called Bikiyas. That's called Lam, he, Amkis. He had a chlor. He had a chlor with every single detail. The Gomorrah Toises and the Rosh and the, and the Ben Yardisans. But how did he do it? Because he was totally immersed in terror. But what made him immersed in terror because he loved learning. The Pasha the Shiva loved somebody, somebody one time asked him, like, how does the Shiva remember everything? See, he gave different answers at different times. At one time, he gave, he gave the following answer. He said, there's a Misa that was there at the Chavaz Chaim. 
said over that, the Chavaz, that there was a young man, excuse me, the Chavaz Kharman, he was a young boy. There was an old Yid in, in Raden. When this old Yid was a little boy, this, the Tsar came through the city of Raden. Now, Raden, you have to say Raden, Raden, the people who lived in Raden used to describe Raden was that, you know, Adam and the Chazal said they showed all of the, ma- the map of the world to Raden. He showed all of the G'daylim in the world. He showed the Chavetz Chaim. And he showed the Chavetz Chaim. The Bershom showed the Arabian where Chavetz Chaim is going to live. He says, such a thing, you're going to put the Chavetz Chaim there? And then that spit came out, Raden. It was full of, so full of mud. And from Arabian spit, out came Raden. That's how the that's other people in Raden used to describe Raden. It was a little dinky nothing. So the Tsar comes to Raden. That happened once in the history of Raden. Right? So there was this whole reception for the Tsar coming through the city of Raden. He said, this old Yid could sit there and describe to you for hours every single detail of the Tsar coming through Radon, the, the, what, the, the arch they made for him, and the flowers, and the da 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 Why? Because it was Chaviv to him. If Torah is Chaviv to you, remember it. That was what he said one time. Different time he says, because when you learn, so you have to have three things in mind. See, the thing things in mind that the, what you're learning right now is the only blot that there is in Shas is the blot that you're looking at right now. There's so many blot in Shas! Don't worry about the rest of Shas. Focus on this blot right now. All there is right now is this blot. Aleph. Bays, this is the last day of your life, your last opportunity to learn this blot of Gemara. And Gimel, you're the only person in the world who's learning right now. That's all you have to focus on. When you focus on that, you'll remember, to, remember what you learned. Rashiva used, used to quote over Ben Roman Nahor. Ben Roman Nahor, in the Sechtus Sedor, in the fourth parak, talks about the issue of a person, Buddha Hanav Mechemerai, can he teach, can he be, the, 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 if he can't get an offer, is that person allowed to teach him Torah? Ben says it's also, the Mishnah says it's also, he says, I don't understand, Mitzvah Hanav didn't know. So there's no Hanav by Mitzvahs. He said, that's by mitzvahs, not by Torah. Torah is lahenus netno. The reason why it becomes part of your being, the reason why you absorb it, is because you have a gnaw from it. Nikletal is hagdama. She would say this over this Nikletal over to meet him to Sidram. Right? So somebody one time told Nikletal, the Sachachavar, he said, he told him, he says, you're not getting a gnaw from your learning, you're getting scar for your learning, you enjoy it too much. That's not Torah Lishma. He said, Ah, Rabbi, that's Torah Lishma. Torah Lishma means that the person enjoys learning. But I pointed out that the Rashiva explained, enjoying learning doesn't mean because you're a brilliant person and you enjoy the mental gymnastics of learning. Like a person enjoys chess, he enjoys math. You know, a person enjoys puzzles. It's the person who enjoys it because it's the words of the Kaddish Baruch who are talking to you. And what can be more enjoyable than learning the words of your Creator talking to you? I mentioned that they were about to steal Solomon said over that they had a beginning to get to learn about a, to become a Talmud about a Goyen. You had to learn Torah Lishma. And if anyone came to learn about a Vulnagoyen, Goyen, it had to be a Talmud Chacham. It was a waste of time otherwise. You, you weren't tremendous Talmud Chacham. Like, what are you, you're not going to get anything out of here anyway. So that wasn't the issue. Everybody who came to learn about a Goyen as a Talmud was a phenomenal Goyen. But he wanted only people who learned Torah Lishma. So how do you test if a person learns Torah Lishma? What's the test? 
How do you know if a person is terribly shema? It's very simple. They had a very simple test. They took the person who was, they put him down a base matter, and they said, learn the first pasuk of Dibre Yaman. We'll come back for you when, when we're ready. First pasuk of Dibre Yaman is three words, Adam, Sheis, Enosh. So you say the pasuk, Adam, Sheis, Enosh. Adam, Sheis, Enosh. Adam, Sheis, Enosh. Enosh, Sheis, Adam. Adam, Enosh, you see it all. Oh, it's a minute. Now what? It's the words of Kaddish Baruch talking. It's the same the words of Kaddish Baruch. But Russian put Dibre Yomim into Tanakh. Those words are important for us to know. It's the Russian talking to me. We were sitting Friday night by the Rashiva one time. We used to have a Musa Chibur with him. We used to with him Nefesh Chaim. So we're learning. Then the Rebbeson brought in some cake. That was part of the standard. And one of the Bachram's eyes, you know, lit up with the cake, you know. Rebbeson's cake. She looked at it. She says, Cake is Geshmak. You can eat a Mishnah. Then he proceeded to eat He said the Mishnah. had a horus on Gantz Tanakh. Because it's the words of the Kaddish Baruch talking. Why? How can you not learn it? He's written horus on Gantz Tanakh. How can you not learn it? You're learning the words of Kaddish Baruch Hu. That's Nishkin Lundis and Mises. Who's the learning about Lundis and Mises? Learning about hearing the words of the Kaddish Baruch Hu talking to you. She would talk about time and time again that Torah is the voice of... It's Torah is, when you're learning Torah, you're hearing the voice of a Kaddish Baruch Hu from Arsinai. The curl from the Mbarak from Shinai. You hear the sounds of Harsinai, the Russian talking to you through the words of Torah. It's not an interesting subject. It's the voice of the Creator speaking to you about what life is about. What could be more interesting and exciting than that? That's how he looked at it. So what can be more interesting than that? Of course he was, he was focused on it. He could sit and focus for hours. What's more exciting than that? Than hearing the word of your Creator. Last, it's getting late. One time, in the middle of Shira, Shiva said over a story, he said the story multiple times. The Maisa with the simple, the Altav and Kellum. The Altav and Kellum, once in a while, he seemed like he used to disappear. The Altav and Kellum was, you know, he was a Bomosa, right? The Altav and Kellum was a tre- tremendous lamb. The Altav and Kellum had a Seder, a nine hour Seder, he used to learn every day. In the summer, because he didn't have to be mafsic for Mincha. He would start at 9 o'clock in the morning and he would, not open the, he would not leave his room until 9 hours later. He would learn straight for 9 hours without a half sick. Every day. He learned Rashba then. That was his say. He used to learn Rashba then. That was his kines into the world of terror was Rashba. He held the Rashba was the Seder he used to learn. He used to learn. He had a Seder. He learned Rashba for 9 hours a day. He learned other things also during the day. That was just one Seder. That was the morning Seder. There was the afternoon Seder and night Seder, you know, but that was the morning Seder. And he wasn't, he wasn't mafsic that for anything because he was all learning. The mice said once a big veer came and you wanted to speak to him. They told him better cop rhyme because he shuts the door at 9 o'clock. He says, hey, don't worry, I'll get in. So after 9 o'clock, he knocks on the door and there's no answer. He knocks a little louder, there's no answer. He knocks a little louder, there's no answer. He bangs on the door, there's no answer. And finally, he, he leaves. So afterwards, like after the, this, 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 I, 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 thought it was, it was, you know, I thought it was the government coming after me. So I looked through the pe- people, I said it wasn't the government. I went back to learning. You know. Like, but what Meshuggah was banging on my door like this. 
So okay, in the middle of learning, sometimes you get so excited, you, answer, you, you, you figured out a, a pshat and you understand it now, you want to dance. So sometimes in the middle of the city, he would go out and he would dance. But he, 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 they, they saw him leave, they didn't know where he went. He used to go up to the roof and he would dance on the roof. He says, why are you dancing on the roof? Dance over here. He says, you know, the mice, the people will think I'm strange. There's no mitzvah to make people think you're strange. You know? <laughs> so one time the Rashiva was in the middle of Shira, and the Rashiva mentioned a kasha which had been bothering him for years. And there was a Talmud then, Malti Schneider, all of a Shalom. The Talmud said a terrorist to Rashiva's kasha. Rashiva stopped and he thought about it. He said, it's richtig. He says, so he said, you know, Rashiva would have danced with such a terrorist. So, another Talmud, Mati's brother, Yisrael, says, no. She says, richtig. He grabbed the, Izzy's hand, the Mati's hand, the and they started dancing on the shear. We figured out a shot in the terrorist, it's a terrorist to my kasha. Baruch Hashem, we have a terrorist to my kasha. He was so, so happy that he figured out terrorists that he danced in the shear. Now, this was tells. It wasn't like, you know, we weren't, this wasn't visionists, you know. Like, you know, this is tells. It wasn't like they were into dancing. You know, they danced, you know. But, you know. One final mice. So if you have the Rashiva, Rashiva was, was not well. His memory was, was not well. And it was, it was extremely painful for, the, for him. It was even more painful for the Tamidim to watch it, you know, the Shiva, like, you know. And at the end, he says, like, you know, I start, I start learning an Omer Gemara, and by the time I get to the bottom of the, the page, I forgot what it said on the top of the page. Now, this is a person who didn't know what the word Shikha meant. Uh, he, he quoted Ren Yonason's from 55 years before. And once in the middle of Sherry, I asked him a Kasha. A kasha. He said, ah, the Varavrom fetched the Kasha. The Varavrom asked the Kasha. So we already knew what that meant because the Rashiva made, made on Haga when he, when he was learning in Bayer Yisrochon and he, he went through the library which was there. And he went to tell us he stopped looking at Achrayna. Like the later Achrayna and the Yeshivas. So he hadn't seen the Dar of Rome since 1933. This is about 1980, 1988. The Dar of Rome asked the Kasha. Like, like that level of, 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 of remembering. And he couldn't remember the top of the Omid to the bottom of the Omid. You know what it meant? And he would continue. He sat and learned. He would sit and learn. And I was like, you know, one time he said, you should know, it, it, it takes me iron determination not to fall into Yish. Now, I believe that the, the, the chinuch that we got from that most moment probably maybe the strongest chinuch he ever gave us. But one time he said a nusach, which was, it was just... He said, it's a, it's a matana from a Kodesh Baruch Because this way my learning is fresh. I'm not relying on anything which I knew before. I'm starting fresh. And trying to work it out. And the Zarech to learn fresh. It's a matana from a To be fresh in your learning, to be excited about it. It's the first time I'm learning this. I don't remember it from the last time I learned it. I learned it hundreds of times. I don't remember it. It's the first time. Because I'll say, it doesn't say, it's a Biyamazah. Terrors should be Benachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachachach
We never saw the Gomorrah before in our lives. That's how exciting it is to learn. And when you learn it like that, it goes in. You learn that, it becomes part of your being. It changes you into a person who is your Ben Torah. You're described by Torah. You're defined by Torah. And that is, Rabbi Sai, what it means. Trudim Mikol Lodas Sayyid.